Head on over to RighteousFelon.com for all of your favorite beef jerky flavors. I recommend starting off with the whole shebang craft jerky bundle. The jerky is smoky and savory, spicy and sweet. All of your favorites, all in one variety pack. Use promo code OCSN in all lowercase to get 15% off at checkout. Don't miss this great opportunity. Go to RighteousFelon.com today. What's up, hockey fans? Welcome to a Thursday night edition episode of American Beauties, your host of News, Notes, Talkers, and more. We're brought to you by the Old City Sports Network. My name is Dan Bradley. Alongside me tonight, as always, Sam Wismer. And uh, you may have noticed as well, we have special guest Eric Lizon joining us tonight. Eric, a former AHL, ECHL player. Eric, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, guys. Nice to be here. Yeah, really glad that we could uh, get connected and uh, and get you on here tonight. We've been kind of toying with this one for a while and trying to get it set up. So glad that yeah, we were finally able to pull that one off. I'm not too smart, so I wasn't very good with the technology there. <laughs> that's all right. I'll that's take, that's why we have the, Jesse. I'll take the bullet here because I should. It's, that's why we have Jesse it's running okay. Tech. I deal with IT issues every day at work. That's why we hire an IT guy. <laughs> what does that mean? It, like a uh, computer guy. The tech support. guy. Oh, okay. Yeah. IT is computer. Okay, I remember yep. that. No, always, always gotta have somebody for uh, for tech on hand. Yeah. Uh, well, Eric, we'll just go ahead and uh, and jump right in here and kind of talk about your um, career as a player. You kind of took on uh, kind of a, an enforcer type of role um, throughout um, most of your career. At, at what point did you uh, kind of decide that that was the the role that you wanted to take on and and run with? Well, I. Uh... I was in a, I was at a junior eight tryout one time and uh, I never got cut and I never made it. So it was weird. And uh, I was just going to games in my suit and practicing. And then by November, I kind of just quit. I was like, I'm done. Obviously I'm not going anywhere. And then I got a call the next, the next uh, year from another junior eight team. And apparently I was there just to, you know, make them a couple of bucks and then they're going to cut me. But then they saw how tall I was and like, do you fight? And I said, yeah, did a bunch on the street, but never on really hockey. Because I've been like, all right, fight this guy right here in the game. And then some guy, like, there, that was their fighter, I guess. And we squared up and just threw one shot and he was toast. And uh, the next thing you know, they signed me. And I had to keep fighting, obviously, to keep playing, I guess, because of that stupid one punch, right? So, how tall are you? 6'4. Okay. Yeah, hey, so. I know, I know some tall fighters. <laughs> Yeah, when they yeah. actually want to throw down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I have the reach too, so it's good. Do you think reach or height is more important in a scrap? I don't know. It all depends, right? It's hockey fights hard. Like 
I hate the the in tight grabbing and spinning crap, right? But mm-hmm. if you got a long guy that knows how to use their reach, that can be pretty dangerous, right? Because you have to figure out their their range before you uh, you really want to check your range, right? So. Mm-hmm. So you can walk right into one too if they're long, but yeah, I'd say it helps. If you're long, it helps you. It's a pretty good advantage, right? Definitely. Yeah, and you, sorry, Dan, you see some of these like these rookies that want to take on these known fighters in leagues, and it's like, guys, you don't want that smoke. <laughs> yeah, but like, they were a rookie once too, right? So that's true. You know what I mean? So you gotta. I get it. Like I. I've done it to older guys too. And they're just like, fuck off kid. Right. And I get it. Right. So, and then it's happened to me a little bit in the ECHL. So, but it's, you know, everyone wants to make a name, right. You're in the league, you're a rookie. You want to, you're full of fire, right. You're, you want to, you'll take on anyone who cares. Right. And all you got to do mm-hmm. is not get one punched and you win basically. Right. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, do you have a, a scrap that stands out uh, either you you won it handily, or or you you lost big time, but it was to a, a big name guy that really stands out to you as uh, yeah your more iconic it's fights always, in your career. It's always going to be uh, Justin Johnson when uh, so I was in the AHL my first call up and I was obviously pumped and trying to find a fight my first couple games and I couldn't find one and then finally we go to Manchester. I was with Johnson at the line. I said, hey, can you get me one? He's like, yeah, no problem. I'll help you out. I was like, oh, fuck. Thanks, buddy. I was nice because I, I took care of business in the coast with him the year before. I didn't kill him, but I, I beat him, right? So I was like, okay, yeah, I'm going to get my get my first AHL fight, get a win here. And I was all excited in my mind, you know, pumped up, fight the guy. Next thing you know, he nailed me. I was like, holy fuck. Went down. Like, the first time I saw lights and escape the other uh other boxer i was like no that box i'm like holy shit so he's probably one of the one of the hardest punches i've ever taken that guy man i was like wow couldn't believe it and then thank god i tried to get him back the same game and he said no because if he did it i would have been like i was seeing stars right so if he actually said yes i would have been dead we wouldn't be having this uh this This conversation (laughs) yeah yeah no kidding what kind of sparks those those fights on on the ice? Because sometimes you you see them brewing from like the first period and say the fight finally happens in the third, or like they just happen out of nowhere. Yeah, well, you you said you said it there. They brew, right? If uh, sometimes if the game has a lot of emotion, obviously the fighter has the most emotion. I'd say right. So they uh, they want to go make a put a stamp on the game and get the boys going or you know, calm things down kind of thing. Or you have a guy that, like like you said, like you're a younger guy or in a league and you want to fight an older guy and try to try to make a name for yourself, right? So that's that's one way too. And there's other guys you just hate. Or if, or if your girlfriend or wife pissed you off that day, you go and take it out on someone, right? <laughs> Something like that, right? So it's always, it, it varies, right? Pretty much kind of thing, so. Us women don't. Yeah, who's uh? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I was just kidding. <laughs> What's um one of the reasons that you might have chosen to to skate away from a fighter, or somebody asks you, "Hey, I want one. Give me one," or something like that, and you say, "Nah, not not right now. Not not tonight. Something like that." What what might lead you into that sort of a position? Well, when I was older, like my last couple of years in Wichita, I was kind of like, "There's," I still did a few, but. I was, you know what I mean? I didn't really want to do it as much because 
I knew it was come winding down and I just did a few just to keep everyone happy kind of thing. But when you're young, like you can't, you can't really deny one, right? Like they actually, this is a pretty good story. When I was in Oklahoma city in the HL at the time, I tried to fight uh, Maggio and he wouldn't fight me uh, squaring up. So then he wanted to fight me, just grab me and go. And I know why, right? Cause I throw one off the hop. Right. So I wanted to get one off the hop and, uh, like get going right off the hop. So he tried and I just, I was stupid. I was just letting him hit me, punch me. And uh, Rocky Thompson, the guy, uh, his assistant coach at the time, he gave me crap for that. He's like, no, you got to fight. He's like, you're here. And so he gave it to, and I deserved it, right? Like he should have gave me crap. So I took that crap from him and uh, then I got sent down the next day. <laughs> yeah. I, so, I, I anytime. Because I... so, McIntyre, that's, no, that's another reason why I didn't fight. Because in the back, I knew McIntyre was coming down. So I was like, oh, I'm toast, right? So. There's nothing I could do. Yeah, at that point, that makes it, makes it kind of tough. Yeah, it was tough. And then, like I said, Rocky gave it to me, and I was like, oh, my God. But, like, I deserve, I, he deserved to give it to me. I deserved it, right? So, yeah, what, what do you mean you deserved it? Well, I didn't fight the guy. And Rocky's just like, what are you kidding mm-hmm. me? Like, oh, he, yeah, he probably wanted to pop me right there. He's like, are you an idiot? Right. You know? Right. So, so I don't blame him. We got a couple of uh, sponsors we got to get to throughout the show. You beer guy, craft brewery at all? Uh, what? Are you, you like, like a beer that, guy? Like, like craft craft beer? Oh yeah, I'll have some beer once in a while, but I don't drink as much because I don't get to sweat it out in the morning skate anymore. So that's true. Yeah. That uh, that makes it tough. So it carries, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, we got a couple of uh, breweries that will be. You know, thanking throughout the show, uh, and we'll uh, we'll start with uh, Hangman Brewery here, um, out of Claymont, Delaware. They're uh, one of our sponsors, one of our newer sponsors of the show. Um, Open in twenty twenty, Hangman Brewing is your spot for handcrafted ales with a specialty in hazy New England style IPAs and milkshake IPAs. Uh, they're open Wednesday through Sunday, so stop in for a pint sometime. And then our uh, other brewery that uh, we're going to hit right now is Bright Path, which they are uh, specific to American Beauties on the Old City Sports Network. Um, another one of our newer sponsors, so glad to have them on board. Uh, they focus on flavorful lagers and low ABV session beers. Uh, Bright Path Brewing brings cozy small town vibes in every pint. They're open Thursday through Monday, and they are dog friendly, so go check them out as well. And your little Vanna White here. There you go, showing it all off for us. Eric, uh, what uh, at at every level? Let's let's go uh, ECHL, AHL, and NHL. What uh, was or is your uh, your favorite team? Favorite team? Yes. Like that I played for. Uh, that you played for, that you cheered for, anything like that. Well, before I got to a decent level in hockey, I was a Leaf fan, obviously, being from the Toronto mm-hmm. area. Growing up, so besides that, I just watch it. Like I just watch it now because I enjoy the game, right? I don't. Well, I guess like if the least one was here, it'd be fun, right? Because I'm in the area right now, but I don't really mm-hmm. cheer, or go crazy for anything, right? The team I coach—that's mm-hmm. that, I'm a fan of that. I want them to win. Mm-hmm. No. We would hope so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So there, that, that's the team. There you go. What's the uh, the vibe like in Toronto right now after the uh, the O'Reilly trade? We 
he just buried a hat trick, I think, in Buffalo, I believe. Yeah, uh, that was a that's a pretty good move there. He's, uh, he brings some Stanley Cup experience and uh, everything, really. I think. Are you close to the Marlies at all, like the AHL team? Uh, yeah. They're, well, I'm like probably 40 minute drive from them, so I think they're downtown too. They play downtown too, right, right, right across the street from the Leafs, or quite close to it. So, so they're um, they're they're pretty half they're half decent this year. They're they're gonna make the playoffs. Yeah, both both squads look pretty good this year. They're gonna both make the playoffs, so we'll see what happens. But yeah, it wasn't trauma the Marlies uh, in first? Uh, one yeah. point, or are they still in first? They're they're first in the north right now. Yeah, yeah um, they're they're running away with it too. They're uh, they're eighteen points up on Utica, who is uh, in second. So you know, it it would take something pretty serious, I think, at this point for them to to not hang on and win it. Yeah, it's pretty good. My my up. team faces them next Saturday. Who's your team? Lehigh Valley. The, the Philadelphia yeah. AHL team. It used to be Philadelphia Phantoms. Yeah, I know that. Yeah. I don't think they're in the league when I was having my little, my little thing. They might have been, but it was under a different name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. They still do. But we'll see. So what, how's your team doing? Are they doing good? They're doing much better than they were last year, but um, yeah. they've had they've had a couple a couple leads that they've blown, and it's it's just a matter of accountability and um, finishing. And yeah, they, yeah. they they take a period off, and the other team capitalizes on it. Yeah, true. That's all right. Uh, righteous felon is our uh, next. Sponsor tonight. They're a, a beef jerky. Uh, what what would be a good way to, to describe them? All things beef jerky. Like what what uh, Hangman and Bright Path are to beer. Righteous Felon is to beef jerky. Um, all sorts of good stuff there. Uh, use promo code OCSN. I'll get you fifteen percent off your jerky bundles, meat snacks, and more. Uh, here with uh, guest Eric Lizon, who uh, spent. All sorts of time across the uh, the minor league hockey circuit, um, playing ECHL, playing AHL, CHL for a while, uh, UHL. Um, Eric, want to get back to kind of your um, early experiences with hockey? Kind of what uh, what was it that first got you into the game? I guess it have to be being Canadian, right? Playing, right, it's playing especially hockey. Toronto, yeah. I don't see it anymore, which is kind of sad. But uh, we used to get out of school, and before we even ate, we were on the road playing hockey until our parents called us in for dinner, right? And then we'd go back out mm-hmm. and play and play. So it was just like, then obviously in the winter when it froze, we'd be on the ponds playing, and mm-hmm. just it was just engraved into, into us, right? So I got lucky though, because I threw a one punch. That's why I made it. So. They don't ask how, right? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> what uh, pro or pros would you say that you kind of modeled your game after? Whether that was you know early on while you're still playing juniors, or whether um, once you were a pro, some of the guys that you looked up to as well. Definitely Gary Roberts. I passed high school mm-hmm. because of him. Because my teacher wanted me out, and they said, "All right, just do a project on the Leafs," and then I did one on him, and 
I got it. I got it out of high school. So that was pretty good. So I looked up to him and he, and the way he played, right. He was tough. Mm-hmm. And then kind of, like I said, like when I, when I started playing at a higher level, I stopped, I stopped watching hockey as a fan. Right. Like I mm-hmm. started to have to learn cause I was, okay, cool. You can throw a few punches, but now you got to learn how to get going. Right. Cause I was, I was already behind cause I was just playing double A hockey and I didn't play that one year. Remember? So, Mm-hmm. So I was way behind, so I uh, had to do all this catching up and figure it out, right? Yeah, how much of a difference, really, if you can kind of just elaborate on this, whether it's because of injuries, whether it's a personal choice, how much really does it set you back if you're taking that long away from the game? And if it's just skating or whether it's, you know, you, you can skate, but you cool. can't handle a puck because you went under uh, you know, arm surgery, shoulder surgery, something like that. Um, how, like at, at what length of time do you feel like, wow, I really lost a step? Yeah, I, I don't know. It all depends. Like, I was I'm shit, right? So I, so you take a year off. That's like ten years off, right? So, but if you're a good player, it, it depends how you treat your body too. Like, if you if you're injured and you and you're still taking care of your body, it's obviously faster recovery. It depends who's around you too, right? If you're by yourself mm-hmm. or if you have a team helping you or doctors or you know what I mean? So it all, it all varies again. Right. Kind of thing. So. For sure. Yeah. Cause we're, we're always freaking on this show. Like, you know, injury affects development and just being out affects development. Yeah, everything. I know that injuries are going to happen everywhere. Right. So mm-hmm. you can be walking down the hall, walking down the hall and something could happen. So you just gotta let them play. Right. Who cares? <laughs> uh, want to ask you about uh, this one as well here. Um, oh, hang on, actually, let me hit. Let me first hit this one, and then we'll see if we're having some technical difficulties here. So, uh, yeah, go to www.oldcity. Yep, still working. Yeah, sorry, I had a phone call. Gotcha. I did delete it. <laughs> You're all good. No worries. Um, go to oldcitysports.com. Check out all the other podcast articles and more. Um, we just launched a couple of new um, podcasts on the network as well. Uh, Birds the Word, the new Philadelphia Eagles podcast, uh, Flyers Alley, of course, our big brother show, Center Ice, covering all things NHL there. Um, tons of great content there along the way. Um, Eric, I want to ask you about uh, in 2011, you were named to the ECHL All-Star Game, uh, scored a goal in that game as well. Uh, what did it mean to you to be named with that honor as an ECHL All-Star? Yeah, I did give up half my salary and then to pay to get on that team. I'm just kidding. No, I was just it was a fluke, basically. It was, uh, so what ha- what happened that what happened that year? It was like ECHL All Stars versus Bakersfield Condors, right? Mm-hmm. So that's uh, that's what happened, and they're trying to make me not play because they're like, "You're going to be an idiot." I'm like, "No, I'm not. It's the All Star game. Like, it's mm-hmm. just going to have a lot of fun, right?" And of course, I joked around. And I asked one of the guys, like, "No, no, no, no! I'm kidding. Like, don't worry, you know." And then, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool. That's awesome. That was cool. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't allowed, I wasn't allowed to fight, so I had to get on the team sheet somehow. What what sort of a rapport do players really have with uh, with refs as the season goes on? Because you start to see the same refs over and over again. Are there guys that like you know? Hey, if this guy's here, I can crack a joke, make him laugh. Maybe I'll get a call later in the game. Or, uh, you know, this guy's in a bad mood. 
I, I need to not, you know, do anything. Yeah. Gonna call me. I don't know if I was bored. Usually, sometimes I was because sitting on the bench, I just start chirping a few refs, right? Mm-hmm. You know, but usually linesmen, not refs, because they'll give you a penalty, right? But right, but they, they, I don't know, they're they're all right. They're they have a tough job, right? They have to mm-hmm. like everyone's chirping them, crowds, our team, their team, every other team. They like no matter what, right? Because no ref can be perfect. So they have a tough job, so mm-hmm. sometimes I kind of feel bad for some of the stuff I did, but or said. Nothing like too bad, but just leave him alone, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've never seen a I've never seen a player change a call, so right. Actually, only well, make a call worse. Yeah, actually, didn't McCarr do something? He got a tripping call. He said the ref no, 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 and the ref said okay. Didn't that Yeah, he he's, he lost an edge and went down, and they called the penalty on the other guy. And then he's like, no, no, I just fell down. He didn't get me. But like, yeah, let's talk. Yeah, yeah. That's so, yeah. that's not the guilty party. Talking his way out of a penalty, though. That's a little different, but but yeah, that, that yeah. did happen though. That's the only time I've ever seen it. Um, yeah, that's true. It just came to my head after I said that. I was like, oh shit, I just lied. But no, that was, no it was still it was still a good yeah. reference. Yeah. But no, yeah. No, so, I've, yeah I've, I've seen it where guys go in for, for just minor two minute penalties and they come out with like a ten minute mis- like major and I'm just like just yeah. shut your mouth and take the penalty. <laughs> Yeah, I think my favorite one was the ten minutes misconducts are only good if they if they count towards the pims. If they didn't that year, then right, (laughs) right. I think my favorite one was uh, Alex Burmistrov was with the Winnipeg Jets at the time, and uh, you know cross checked the guy into the boards, and you know is arguing like he he took a dive, you know arguing his whole way to the box. And then he sits in the box and looks up at the jumbotron, sees the replay of it, kind of winces and goes, "Ooh, yeah, I did get him." Yeah, <laughs> One of my favorite yeah, highlights. Sometimes you're in the heat of the game, right? You don't mm-hmm. quite know what you like when you see it. So, yeah. Right. It's actually happened in fights too. I thought I, I thought I lost the fight, and I watched the video. And I'm like, oh, I won. Not win, but like, oh my god, he lose. So it happens. Right. Yeah, they're both going down to the ice, kind of at the same time, and. You know, so, yeah. Well, you know, we went we went down together, but I got a few more good shots in on it. Yeah, but if I if I didn't get them down with a punch or something, then I always felt like I lost. It was weird, right? I don't know, but anyways, that's how it is. I, guess. Mm-hmm. I just started um covering the ECHL. So I'm I'm getting to know the names of the teams and some of the players, and there's a whole hell of a lot of talent in that league, but uh. Those guys don't make don't make a lot, and they still grind their hearts out every night. Yeah, yeah. Some of the some of the salaries suck in that league, but whatever. At least they give you a place to live, and you're trying to get up somewhere, right? Yep. Playing right. hockey. Or playing Do you have hockey, any so. uh, memorable experiences from like when you were billeting um, anywhere, or when you were um, you know playing? minor hockey and, and stayed with somebody any uh memorable yeah, experiences only, from that i only really billeted with somebody in the quebec league okay so but they're uh they're an elderly couple very nice but mm-hmm. they're all french there right so i was like oh fuck because i didn't know french so i remember in high school grade nine french was done i was like yes and then no, never doing French again. I regretted that when I went and played there. I was like, oh, shit, I should have learned French. 
<laughs> lost a lot of it pretty quick, I'm guessing. Sorry? I lost you lose lose a lot of the ability to speak French when you're not constantly, you know, taking classes. Yeah, and... yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I didn't know anything, right? Because even I didn't study it, right? I was just mm -hmm. all right, yeah, yeah. Get me out of here. Just an immature little kid, right? <laughs> yeah. We we definitely all had classes like that where it's just uh get me out of this one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Mine were all of them. <laughs> All right, this next segment is brought to you by Shamley Creek Brewing. Visit www.shamleycreekbrewing.com. Check out all their awesome beers, merch, and much more. Uh, Eric, wondering if you could tell us a little bit about some of the differences that you see stylistically between the leagues that you played in. Um, some of the differences between, um, you know, preparation at the AHL level versus the ECHL level, the differences in the competition. What, what sorts of things um, yeah. can you enlighten us on there? Yeah, it's base. It, it's like anything, right? Like, there's a reason why the NHL players are in the NHL. There's a reason why the AHL players are in the AHL. There's a reason why most of the like. There's still some players, obviously, it should be up there. Or whatever you can call it, politics or whatever, or contract issues or cap or whatever. But mm -hmm. for the most point part, if you're in that league, you might probably deserve to be there, right? It's something that the teams don't like or see or do someone better right just how it is mm -hmm. yeah, or, or, or better for your development yeah yeah yeah. or yeah like if it's younger players that's a different story mm -hmm. right development yeah that's but i don't know i just because i just found like when i was in the when i was in the ahl like it was much better than the echl right mm -hmm. that's what i found yeah so, but it's also more professional right because you got you got every player trying to make it to the big league right so it's they're mm. taking care of themselves better they're stronger and then obviously the programs in the ahl are are up are better too like you're working out all the time and even after games like you have to work out and i always had to do the biggest workout because my ice time was the least i hated that but you know what i mean <laughs> yeah, I, was. yeah I, I know most times after the games um if a player is not called in a press conference, they have to be in the gym. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. In, there's programs left, right, and center when you're up there, right? So they run pretty professionally. That's what I noticed. And the coast is a little bit, ECHL is a little bit laid back, right? And they, and they have to be, too, because if you start going at players like that, they're like, screw you, I'm making 500 bucks a week. Let's see ya. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's what you probably get, right? You know, right. it's, yeah, it's 555 a week now, but yeah, <laughs> no, but I, yeah, like when you're just, yeah, yeah, you're constantly seeing players leave the league for overseas or just a better yeah, opportunity. Exactly. Finances, right? There's more money overseas, mm -hmm. <laughs> sure. yeah, that ain't the truth. I've, I've, yeah. those are pretty hefty contracts over there. Yeah. What would you say? Oh, right. Go ahead. No, I was, I was, I was here. Uh, okay. Um, yeah, I was just going to ask um, AHL versus ECHL, what's the difference in, say, a routine and how, like, scheduled your day is? I, I would think at the AHL, it would be, you know, the team's got a lot more 
detail throughout your day, but I, I have no idea what, what the difference there might be. Uh, I don't know. I was, I wasn't really a full time NHL player. I just had a couple, couple tastes every year. So mm. I was like more like, not nervous, but just like, don't fuck up, don't fuck up kind of thing, right? That's, mm. so that's like, I was never, I was never comfortable. You know what I mean? Like in the ECHL, I'd be comfortable. So yeah, so it's just like. I don't know. You see, you see, different, everyone has their own routines too, right? So you see different guys, different things, like different drinks. Some guy have the coffee, some guy have like eighty waters, you know, mm-hmm. stuff like that. So it's all whatever. I was just more like, okay, I have to do this, I have to do that. Be simple. Okay, this is the system. Don't go over here because if you do, you're an idiot. You know what I mean? That's how I, I was just trying to mm-hmm. build up, right? Right. I think so. I didn't piss anybody off, but that's kind of. That's kind of how I did it. I mean, sometimes that's half the battle, right? Not pissing off your coach. And that oh, yeah. And, like, who am I to just show up and just start trying to stick candle around people and try to, you know what I mean? Try to, like, mm. I did play simple, right? Like, I wanted, I wanted to stay wherever I was, so I had to play simple. And then just if I got to fight, you fight, right? Simple. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, don't piss everybody off and a few extra grand, you know? <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it's that simple. Yeah. Uh, well, if you want to save some of that extra grand that you picked up with that extra bit there, uh, visit www.norsebeards.com enter promo code OCS. That'll get you 25% off of your Norsebeard products. Sam, I'm going to let you go ahead and ask uh, this next one here that uh, you, I think you you definitely drafted this question. And I, I want to make sure you get to oh, I did. And ask it here too. I did. Um, can you talk about what it was like playing with guys like Justin Braun and Carter Hutton? Who? Justin Braun and Carter Hutton. That was in Worcester. Is that Worcester or Worcester or whatever? Might have been. Yep. I don't remember. Justin yeah, that's Braun. right. In Worcester. Yeah, they're, he, they were young, I think. They were young there, weren't they? And then Carter Hutton was the goalie? Yep, Carter yep. Hutton was the goalie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was so long ago. <laughs> it was, yeah, that was uh, the 2010-11 season. Yeah, they're in the NHL, aren't they? Justin Braun is the Flyers defenseman, and yeah. I'm not sure where Carter Hutton is right now. Uh, yeah, I remember, I remember, I remember, I knew Braun was in the NHL, but I remember hearing Hutton's name somewhere around there, too. Get where though, but yeah, no, that was a long time ago. That might have been how old am I? <laughs> you know, you know, you're, you're getting old, and you're like, Wait, how old am I? <laughs> According to Wikipedia, you're 37, but that's <laughs> 37, yeah. So, that might yeah, by the way, you yeah. have a Wikipedia page, <laughs> yeah. that might have been 15 years ago, yeah. I remember the names and the position. But yeah, I don't really remember too much about. Nah, I don't. Sorry. Mm. No, it's all good. CTE maybe. But I was uh, only there for like a month too, right? I think Wasn't so. I? Yeah, you were only yeah. there for a couple of games. Yeah, yeah, eight eight, eight games. Yeah, I like this stat line though. Eight games, twenty-four pins. Yeah, yeah. I remember. Actually, I remember. Actually, my last game there. I fought twice 
I get off. Get off the phone. Good job today, kid. You're going back down. Thanks. <laughs> um, not to interrupt this interview, but Cage Thompson just got a hat trick. Sorry, he's so good. Uh, Tage Thompson is with Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He just he got a hat, a hat trick. trick. Yep. Um, yeah. I just want something nice. Is, is Buffalo playing tonight? Is it Flyers? Um, no, Flyers. Uh, Bolts. Oh, okay. I'm good with that. <laughs> uh, yeah. For uh, by the way, for all our fans wondering out there, what the uh, Carter Hutton. He uh, Hutton retired. He played last season with the Arizona Coyotes and then uh, hung out after last oh, year. Yeah. Well, Coyotes. It's, uh, it's a boneyard of the NHL. <laughs> they're, they're hanging around. Uh, check out Fanatics for your NHL merchandise. You can use our promo code. Sam will have the link in the bio once uh, that's up on whatever uh, streaming platform you're going with after the show. Uh, listening on demand. Car, if you use the code cards, it's up to 65% off site wide. So they're basically Perfect. paying you. And then uh, our final segment here of American Beauty is brought to you by Sterling Pig Brewery out of Media PA. Go check them out. Uh, Eric, want to kind of wrap this up with what has your life been like since hanging up the skates? Hanging them up? Yep. Yeah. What What has your life yeah. been like since you hung them up? Yeah, so I've just been uh, just been coaching and uh, doing a little bit of morning programs and camps and stuff like that. Just uh, just can't stay away from hockey, right? Just kind of having fun, right? Having fun with it. Just we're in the playoffs right now with the team, so so it's pretty fun. Just rolling like that. And what team honest, are you enjoy, right? uh, Oakville Rangers. Okay. So you fourteen. I'm supposed to say, under right. 14. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. So we're ready in the playoffs right now. So it's a good time, a lot of fun. And, uh, and yeah, the kids are loving it. Fun. Oh yeah, they love it. They love it. And uh, yeah, I'm not the head coach though. My buddy's the head coach, but I love it. So we work together, and the kids are awesome. And hopefully, we can uh, win the OHL Cup. See what happens. That's awesome. That'd be sweet. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll definitely be rooting for you on that one, though. Yeah, I appreciate it. See, starts in Buffalo, not this Saturday, but next Saturday. So, okay. Your neck of the woods, USA. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Buffalo is about five hours from me. I wonder. Yeah, but which of us is closer? You guys are Philadelphia. I'm in the I'm in the Pocono Mountains, so I'm like in the middle. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm out in Cincinnati. So. You're in Cincinnati? Yeah, yeah. So originally Minnesota, and then been living in Cincinnati for the last two and a half years. Oh, nice, nice. So crazy these connections work that far away. Yeah, you know, sometimes you know you, you just end up where you're supposed to be, right? Exactly. So. Well, yeah, that's it for uh, tonight's show. I want to thank our guest, uh, Eric Lizon, for uh, joining us tonight. Uh, Eric, a pleasure to have you. That was a, a fun yeah, show. Thank you. Thanks so much for joining us. Yeah, thanks a lot, guys. Appreciate it. I uh, hope you guys stay safe.
Yeah, you as well. Thank you. And uh, thank you to all our sponsors one more time here as well. Righteous Felon, Neshaminy Creek Brewing, Norse Beards, Sterling Pig Brewery, the Old City Sports Network, Fanatics, Hangman Brewing, and Bright Path Brewing. Uh, that is it for tonight's episode of American Beauties. We will be back on Tuesday with another episode. Uh, until then, for Eric Lison and Sam Wismer, my name is Dan Bradley. Enjoy the rest of your night, everybody. Night, guys. Good night, guys.